Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring you locked on Clippers every Wednesday evening? Kind of-ish, if you listen to it then. But we come out 7 in the morning, Monday through Friday. We got game previews. We got recaps. We got answering questions. Uh, make us your first listen. It's a fun time. And let's dive into this mysterious matchup with the Kings. Yeah, so we're going to be leading in with a game preview of that. Look, the Kings are down a lot of guys. Uh, too many for me to even read in the intro, so we're going to talk <laughs> about that in the in the game preview. But we're going to get into uh, you know what we need to do well to win this one, as well as what could go wrong. Uh, and just kind of talk a little bit about like the space of the NBA, where it's at right now. Yeah. With, uh, you know, so many G League players being kind of flexed in due to health and safety protocols. And then in segment two, it's what you say Wednesday. Every single Tuesday, we put a poll out on Twitter that's at Locked on Clips. We want to know what you think about a given subject. This one is all about how you feel about the Clippers' current record. Uh, and just a quick preview, people Ooh. are really upset people about where the Clippers off. are at right now. So we're going to talk about that. And then in shavings, which is just kind of where, where we wrap up everything else, the Clippers have used the hardship deal to sign yeah. Moses Wright, which we're going to talk about. And then also, the NBA has informed teams that the Christmas Day schedule may kind of be flexed. And we're going to talk about if there could be any implications Oof. for the Clippers in, in that. So all that and more coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, so we are previewing Clippers versus Kings. There's no Isaiah Hartenstein or Marcus Morris for the Clippers. Expected. Kings have a lot of people out. Um, Jaron Fox, Davion Mitchell, my guy. Marlon Bagley uh, third, Alex Len, also my guy. Uh, Louis King, Terrence Davis, um, and Queda are all out due to health and safety protocols. Rashawn Holmes, also, also questionable with the eye injury. Yeah. Um, the Kings did sign Emmanuel Moutier late. Um, on uh, Tuesday evening before we started recording this. I would assume that he might get some run. I mean, like, I don't know. How point. many people down? Um, their last game versus the Warriors, the Kings started uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, uh, Me Too, and Thompson. Four of their five starters played 34 minutes at least in that game. They were basically on a seven-guy rotation. Um, so a lot is up in the air, I guess, in, in terms of what to say. The Kings have already beat the Clippers twice. Yes. Which makes me a little sick to my stomach. It's unfortunate. Um, what do we need to do well on this one, Will? <laughs> this unknown, so, uncharted territory. I, I mean, I guess we got to focus on the knowns that we have for the Clippers, yeah, absolutely. which it is one thing that we have in our favor coming into this game. There are you know, a few more known quantities for us than there are for the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> and one known that we can lean into is Paul George, who looked great in his return debut. Um, hopefully he can kind of get things going against this Kings defense that really doesn't have a stopper necessarily for him, sure. uh, especially with a lot of people out. Uh, I think like him kind of leaning into roasting Harrison Barnes could be great. <laughs> I would um, love that, yeah. But yeah, like we need to see Paul George, you know, still doing Paul George things to hopefully put this one away There's a game in a reasonable right. amount of minutes, right? If, like, he's, if he's coming back from, you know, the elbow thing, this is a nice game to get right with. Yeah, all things concerned. theoretically. Theoretically, um, you talked about known quantities. One known quantity is Buddy Heald shooting from deep. Um, versus the Warriors, he went six of thirteen. Nice season average stuff. 
in a game like this kind of gets tossed out the window with yeah. so many guys missing. We don't really know what this team's going to play like. Um, so some of this just comes down to effort and grit. Like if we're limiting Buddy Heald's chances from three, there's not a lot of paths to victory for the Kings that don't heavily rely on the Clippers just sucking. And, and I mean that because that could happen, right? Oh, like, absolutely. Um, I really hope we see Zoo keep his physicality up. Reggie's hopefully looking smoother than that last game. Yeah. And the scheme, just force them into goofy mid-range shots. Like, that's just something that needs to happen. And like, then, like, just kind of closing this out for what we need to do well, this is a little bit of an enigmatic one, but, like, we just really need this squad to kind of try their best to power through before yes. a few days of rest. Um, you know, after this Wednesday game, they're off until Sunday. If they can just get whatever is left in the tank from Reggie, uh, and if some of the rotation guys can kind of get some efficient, productive minutes yes. in, so, you know, your Luke Kennards, Nick Batum, uh, Terrence Mann even, if you know, if these guys can kind of help put this one away yes. so we don't necessarily have to see, like, a lot of Paul George minutes uh, over this one, you know, just... If he's it, over 35... I'm going to be bummed. We just got to find the grit that was missing last game and like just do whatever it takes to get over the hump to go into this break with a win. Yes. Um, kind of talking about what could go wrong. <clears throat> I really hope we see a Canard and Batum bounce back from last game. Yeah. They were bad. Um, Canard, two of eight, one of five from three. Batum, one of four. And in that game against the Spurs, Nick Batum didn't record a rebound or an assist, which has to be the first time for the Clippers that he didn't record one of them, either of them. Yeah, maybe in his like very start last season, but even still, I I, I think yeah, not a single pretty rare. Would he's, be very, he's a contributor. Would be very rare. Um, this is the perfect game for these guys to get going heading into this short break we have. Um, and then man, like honestly, I'm and I don't mean this disrespectfully. Other than effort, with and there's just no familiarity with this Kings team. Like there is a potential element of surprise. From the Kings. From the Kings. Yeah. But shutting down Heald and Halliburton, like if those guys are just our two focus. Yeah. Well, and Barnes. Sure. But all right, if we want, we can we should try and make Barnes beat us. But if things were to go horribly wrong and we somehow lose rebounds and we're still seeding points in the paint and we can't find grit, this would be a game to freak out at. Yes. This would be a something is wrong in the house. The call is coming from inside the house game to freak out. We talked about this a little bit last night, but like the Clippers on a three-game losing skid kind of didn't feel like a three-game losing skid just because that game against the Jazz and the game against OKC, I thought they really showed a lot. And, you know, yep. like the Jazz one, no Paul George, that's a little bit We're of a losing that game. Like that's a little bit of a scheduled yeah. loss. That game against OKC, you know, we did have... Frustrated. Yeah, we had, we had guys out. It did come down to like a last-minute buzzer beater, but they fought the whole game. Uh, you know, that that effort against the Spurs, that's like what really Pitiful. caps off like mm -hmm. kind of a bit of a skid. And this to me would be like the cherry on top of that where, yes, I, I do think it would <laughs> yeah. be in fact time to worry. Yes, for sure. Um, and this might, is there a COVID situation to worry about? Yeah. Playing this team? Like, so that's I, a bigger question, I guess, but that could go wrong in this game. Yeah. With what's been going on there in Sacramento, that's... Um, yeah, it, it's certainly an option. It's it's definitely affecting the league right now, it, which kind of brings me to like 
how do we feel overall about like the NBA product being oh, rolled out oh. with like a bunch of G League dudes versus, you know, maybe a stoppage? Yes. And this is no disrespect to people in G League. Also, just right out, just to get out of the way, we think the Clippers should absolutely handle this game, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This should be handled by the Clippers. Um, yeah. The product is going to be worse. And so, this is no disrespect to guys in the G League, but there's, there's G League players, there's NBA players, there's a reason there's a G League and there's an NBA. Like, it, there's going to be some rough basketball. If they're not going to suspend it at all over New Year's too, like, damn. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's an interesting proposition because like, the, I mean, it seems like there's a one clear thing that you could do to maybe prevent some of these issues. Yeah, go back in time up. and prevent COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the only way. <laughs> um, I, I guess part of me is excited for like these guys who are looking for a shot to play a game. Um, oh, hell yeah. Like looking for a shot in this league. Uh, I do think that there's like an interesting level of I mean, we might see Moses right in this game. Yeah, like there, there's an interesting level of competitiveness there that sometimes games, especially during this little stretch of the season, you know, like this through January, like kind of where you get into the all-star break where, yes. you know, guys kind of get disengaged and stuff. Laissez-faire uh, basketball. It, it will bring like a level of intensity and competition for sure. But I, I got to agree with you, like, I mean, what's a Christmas Day game like if you're missing, like, marquee stars? You know, like, is that something that a regular viewer is, like, going to tune in on? Dude, I think it was Miro who tweeted out that, like, like Nets, uh, Hawks was supposed to be a movie, and now it's just going to be a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. so many people are out. Like, yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, luckily, the Agua Caliente Clippers stocked with talent. I think that's also that matters too. Like if your G League affiliate sucks, that's not a good time. Like at least with the yeah, Clippers, we yeah, got like yeah. Keon, we got Amir, um, like stuff like that. So And Moses, who was very good in the G League, we'll be talking about yes, him more later. For sure. Um, but anyway, let's I'll tell you what. Prayers up that the Clippers can take care of this. Let's one. put this one away. Let's put that on sound too. And this let's I'm not I don't I'm not even that I'm not even overconfident based on what we saw versus the Spurs, but I'm confident this one could be a win. Yeah. Maybe. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking a contentious What You Say Wednesday poll. People on Clippers Twitter are upset with the team right now. But first, we got to give a shout out to Calm, one of LeBron's favorite apps. He consistently listens to Falling Leaves uh, to chill out a bit. We talk about physical fitness a lot constantly on this show, less so now that Patrick Patterson isn't on the team. But there's another side of the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. The mentals. Yep. Take care of your mentals. Uh, Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is, uh, you know, it's like any other muscle in your body, and it can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For LeBron James, sleep is an important part of his mental fitness routine. He literally says, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. And if you head to calm.com slash NBA. You'll get 40% off a Calm Premium membership. That is pretty sick. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron and using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Okay, so we're back and we're talking what you say Wednesday I mentioned up top, but every single Tuesday, we do put a poll out on Twitter. That's at Locked on Clippers. We want to know what you think about a given subject. This one was all things being considered, you know, injuries, health and Ooh. safety protocols, you know, Mook, Paul, George, and Matum only playing like five total minutes together. Yes. 
How do you out there in Clipperland feel about the Clippers' 16 and 15 record? There were three options for you to choose. There was, I'm upset, they're satisfied, and feeling good. Charles, what do the people have to say? So let's see this way. Feeling good only had 7% of the vote. All right. Expected. Um, satisfied, 44%. I'm upset the close winner with 49% of the vote. Which, I think I left this one a little ambiguous when I said I'm upset. Is this a Drake upset or a Costanza upset? <laughs> this is, well, this is definitely a Costanza upset. Let's talk to satisfied people. Jamal Christopher, please listen to everything he does. Go follow Jamal Christopher. Um, said somewhere between upset and satisfied, closer to satisfied. I think they've underperformed a little bit, but being without Kawhi is one thing. Add in no Batum, Mook, and even PG has missed time as of late. And an average 500 ball club isn't out of the range of outcomes in that scenario. I can't, I think I'm, I'm, I'm on this. Like, there's some losses that I wish we had back. The OKC loss, probably should have won that game. Pelicans. Pelicans. Um, at least one of the Memphis games. Uh, Memphis is good. One of the Kings games, though, for sure. One of the Kings games, absolutely. Um, but Robert, one of the Memphis games, yeah. We, you know what I mean? Like, so there's like four or five where I'm like, this is a little annoying. Yeah. Um, Robert Flom tweeted out some great stuff. Fantastic Clippers contributor said the Clippers leading minutes getters by this season in order. Reggie Jackson by a mile. Luke Kennard, Paul George, Terrence Mann, Eric Bledsoe. Games played leaders. Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Zoo, Bledsoe, all at 31. Terrence Mann at 30. Wow. When you're at that distribution of like the, the most played games is Reggie, Luke, Zoo, you know, Eric, Terrence, like it, you're going to, it's difficult, right? Like we've been dealing with injuries since day one. Where would you vote in this poll? I mean, it, it'd have to be somewhere between satisfied and upset, but like definitely edging more towards satisfied. I think I should have put fine in quotes instead of satisfied. No, no, I, th I think that satisfied, like I think that satisfied is reasonable or maybe like expected because I mean, look, I started the season. We're already behind the eight ball being down Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and you just add everything else. I'm like, this is what the team looks like. Like, look, and we knew Paul George was definitely going to rest some games. We didn't know that he would be like out for two weeks. Sure. Um, but it was about to happen. I guess the only thing that like, a little bit has me upset versus fine. It's like you mentioned some of the losses, but also I just kind of wished we, I thought that we would maybe have a little bit more padding before going into like this hellacious Jan, book. like yeah. January. Sure. Uh, and, I, and I thought at the end of January, we might be a little bit closer to, you know, like only a few games above 500. Yeah. But if we're only one game above 500 going wow. into January, like that has me maybe a little bit more upset, but that's just more worry about the future outcome versus like right. anger at the process that's gotten this far. You yes, know what I mean? For uh, sure. Because there's just been so many variables and it hasn't just been for this Clippers team. And also, luckily, like, the West as a whole, like, the records are not very good this year. Yeah, and there's so many uh, people in and out of the whole league right now. Yeah, and there's so many people sort of, like, outside of that top three. Jostling. You know, like, four through ten is, like, you know, it's really pretty contentious and close, um, which is, you know, a good thing for us kind of avoiding the plan, but, you know, it also can turn very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um the upset crowd had a bunch of stuff to say. 
we appreciate everyone who contributed to this. We had a bunch of replies. We're just grabbing a couple highlights here. JRub327, can't believe 326 other people had that handle, said, I know I shouldn't be upset because of how things are painting out, but I have had such high expectations of the team because of what they were able to do last year with Kawhi sitting and even PG sometimes. And so I'm disappointed in the effort and execution. DJF Primal kind of echoed this. He said the team reached a level of play last season when facing the odds and hasn't replicated that or shown the same urgency. They're losing games they shouldn't be. And yes, injuries, we get it. But what happened to our next man up mentality? What happened to man, Terrence? Like, it's all off. I think that's a pretty fair critique right there. So, all right. So, I, I mean, I guess I have, like, I think that both of these are valid. I guess I have a couple of, I mean, counterpoints. Last year, Kawhi and Paul George sitting was still a very different game. And it was like, it was rare that both of them would be sitting. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just Paul George sitting is like a completely different game. And like, I don't know how we could have, like last year even, we lost games that we should have won with Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just a thing that happens, man. It's a, it's a really long season. And I, I think it's hard because I don't think that we're necessarily not building off of what we were able to do last year. I don't think in, we can. In, in the playoffs. It's just different, man. My it's take just, is that we just can't even different. build off of it. You like, can you can in the like the rotation players and the surrounding core, but like everyone's been hurt. Though. A team that's mostly rotational players and surrounding core without all stars is at it's best a five hundred yeah. team. My like thing that's is, if it's doing well. Yeah, my thing is we can't build off it. We have a brand new backup center who's burst onto the scene, which has been great. Yeah, but that does alter things with how guys play. The Terrence Man point by DJ of Primal, I. That's a that's the most valid point anyone said. Like what that's got to get figured out. I think obviously having Kawhi back will help that. Um, but there's something off there. I think also the three game losing streak is making like the the loss against the Spurs put a bad taste in people's mouths. Oh, 100 percent. Rightfully so. We had lost two straight after that OKC game, and I was like, you know, the OKC one hurt, but it was still like, I mean, like I said it's earlier, a buzzer like, beater. We fought in both of those games. Yeah. Yeah. That Spurs one just kind of made everyone feel bad. Um, and like yeah, there's there's just ones you want to have back. There's like four or five games you want to have back, right? And that puts us at what uh, twenty and ten. I mean, five games, yeah. But he, I mean, even four, like being twenty and eleven. I mean, that's that's a very different picture. Absolutely, that's a way different picture. And everyone's like, if we were twenty and eleven, people would be ecstatic. Oh, of I course, think. yeah. But um, that, I mean, I think that that's also if we were twenty and eleven, we'd be in like. Uh, jostling for third we'd be above fourth yeah um by a couple of games so i don't there were there are also some reactions that like people some people were really upset um roy from california said upset because this could have been a building block of what the team did last season thought they'd compete with pg but the supporting cast stinks if it's house money year rather the team develop youth and clear salary while trying to recoup assets this makes absolutely no sense to me we are developing youth I don't know what else we're supposed to do. And like, and we are building upon those blocks. We're just seeing limitations of what those players were. Mook yeah, was. Terrence Mann is not a 39 point per game player. Not a 20 He's point not a 20 per game player. Marcus Morris was hurt the first two games. Serge didn't play until game 16. They got hurt again. I also don't understand what clear salary while trying to recoup assets means with this Clippers team. Get Paul George out of here. Well, we clear salary like, so Serge? Get Paul George out of here. Like, who could we realistically clear salary from this team other than Justice Winslow? 
who's making $4 million. It's not even that much salary. I mean, I guess maybe people are thinking Bledsoe. Um, but he's been good off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Like, And it's still not that much salary. Yeah, like th- this is thing of like, we do compete with Paul George, and this is a building block of what the team did last season. The goal was never championship this season. It look, never was with Kawhi out. The goal I've said it a couple times on this podcast the last couple of days. You look at how Bledsoe's playing. You look at how Zoo's playing. Next year should have Clippers fans. Then we can lose our minds. When everyone's healthy coming to next year, let's fucking go. Like, we're a number two seed. We're a number one well, seed. I'm th- on that train when everyone's healthy. But this year... Let's work it out. We're developing what we have. Like, well, and that's what I mean by like a house money year. Like this is a year to see what we've got without Kawhi. And I, and like no matter what, even without this injury, we were going to not have Paul George for games. You have to rest a, rest the guy who's just that high. Yes. Uh, and, and I do think that we're seeing that and we're seeing limitations of that. And I don't think that that's a failure. Uh, it's just, you know, these things look a lot different uh, with one very big piece back into the lineup. Yeah. So I yeah, I don't know that it's time to pull the cord. I thought like we're gonna rebuild this year, like, like and tank for a draft pick we do not have. I thought, <laughs> you know, coming into this season, we were a team that, you know, like with Paul George, he'd probably be in that five, six kind of contention. I said know, top avoid, four, which av- I was wrong about. Avoiding the plan. And we're still there right now. I don't know if we'll be there at the end of January. Um, but so yeah, I, I guess I, overall I have to say I'm satisfied. I think I'm with Jamal Christopher. I'm like, I'm upset at a couple losses, but at the end of the day, man, like I like I said, my upset is more worry than it is like sure. necessarily Fair. what you know what has happened so far. Absolutely. Um, let us know what you think over at Locked on Clips if you didn't vote and you're listening to this episode. Coming up, we're talking Moses Wright and then a long shot, but there's a scenario in which the Clippers might play on Christmas. Will, if I wanted to bet online, where the where the heck can I do that? Oh, you got to check out betonline.ag. Okay. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Basketball season is in full hoop, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. You know we love that action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus that's on top of your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on. All right. Now, I've won a bunch of money. I'm 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 rich with wealth. How can I be rich with health? How can you be rich with health? You got to check out Built Bar. Built Bar is so many delicious flavors. They have coconut Cherry barcia, mint brownie, double chocolate, German chocolate, cookies and cream, orange, strawberry, salted caramel, and raspberry. My favorite flavor, I'm going with orange. It's weird. Orange. It's Christmas time. Christmas oranges are a That's thing. a classic Christmas flavor. Yes. Makes me feel like I'm a little scamp in a 1920s Christmas setting D- or very, something like that. Very Dickensian. Yes. I, everyone knows that I love uh, all the works of Charles Dickens. Um, same name. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams net sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Go to built.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get 15% off your next order. One more time, that's promo code locked on for 15% off at built.com. Okay, so we're back with shavings, which is just kind of where we wrap up everything else that's going on around the Clipper Spear and the league in general. Uh, and starting with the Clippers, 
Moses Wright of the G League uh, is signing with the Clippers on a 10-day hardship Hell deal. Yeah. Uh, this is when you have players in health and safety protocols, you can add players on these hardship deals. Wright has been great in the G League. Uh, he's putting up 13 and a half, just under 14 points per game, around nine rebounds per game yeah. uh, for the Clippers G League affiliate this season. Yes. What do we think about this? Pretty hyped on it. Um, I'm he, happy for him. Yeah, he played in four preseason games, averaged four points, three boards. Not a whole bunch to take away from that. Um, he will be available for that game against the Kings, so I would not be surprised if we see him play. He's not a shooter. He is not a guy who shoots the ball very much. I think he's averaging just under two three-point attempts a game for the Alcohalian to Clippers. Shooting 40% on him, though. Oh, that's that's Which isn't bad, but no, this goes to your thing. Like, we might get to see some guys put on a show. Like... Whatever that show might be, like if it's good defense or something like that, like it's what I love so much about the last Kings game is like when we had yeah. our, you know, when we had our C team, and that's no disrespect to them, but in terms of well, shots fired from William, well, in terms there. of what our rotation is, you know, when we had guys like Keon and stuff playing playing significant minutes, um, you know, there was a different kind of like hunger for the game uh, that I Definitely. do think is contagious on the court, and it is fun to watch. Uh, Though, admittedly, not as much for if you're a casual fan or a fan of just basketball. Oh, yeah, in neutral general. fans, not uh, into this. Yeah, it's, it's not that fun. Uh, my question is would you rather see Keon getting time over Moses? 100%. Okay, I'd rather see, enough. this is no disrespect to, to Moses, I'd rather see any of the other young dudes who got drafted. Maybe Brandon Boston needs to be just in the G League right now. He's not shown anything. And we love Brandon Boston Jr. We do. Last the game. Celtics game was great, but he he scored a hundred points on the year. Twenty seven of them came against the Celtics. He's had eighteen appearances. There's just an understanding of professional basketball that, yeah. that needs to get figured out. Yeah, and we talked about like defensively the struggles and the rebounding struggles in that game against the Spurs. You know, maybe Winslow would have been the better choice. Sure. Um, or Keon, like I want to see more Keon. I think I'm, I honestly, know what we got in Brandon Boston. I know he's good. There's going to be it's going to be peaks and valleys with a guy like Brandon Boston his rookie year. We've seen the he one does feet. need the minutes though to get sure. to to really like to get those NBA legs under him. And yeah, this no, is that's the, true. And and this is the thing for any uh you know like anytime you have a young guy who's who's promising uh, but doesn't have the complete game. Yeah, um and doesn't have a featured role like he would on a worse team. You know, sure. we're like. And he, up and he would be making here. the same mistakes, but he'd be playing so many minutes, he'd still be putting up numbers. Sure. You know what I mean? Very good point. Um, so it, these are the struggles you go through where by no stretch of the mind out on Brandon Boston Jr. No, not at all. Uh, it's just one of those things like when the team needs winning minutes. Play somebody else. It's maybe not always <laughs> going to be Brandon. Yeah, unless he's hot. Yeah. And then let's go for it. Um, there's a slight chance that the Clippers might play on Christmas. And this is... Full speculation from me right now. Okay. I so, think that this is wild, but dig in. Per Shams, the NBA has informed teams playing on Christmas Day that the league is preparing contingencies in case the Christmas Day game is postponed, which for all intents and purposes very well might happen. We're recording this on the 21st. Who knows what the hell is going to happen the day you're listening Chaos. to it. Chaos. Uh, yeah. Given how the league hates the Clippers, which is an undisputable fact when it comes to scheduling, I would love for anyone to present me with any other argument. Um, well, is it the league or is it Staples? It's both. How about that? Crypto.com. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that name. Is it crazy to think they'd flex a conference game, a rematch of a 10th playoff series from a couple years ago, to Christmas? 
Nuggets clip. Instead of the 26th, it's the 25th. I think that that seems like a very Clippers thing to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we find out at uh, like a 7 a.m. Christmas morning. Oh, we're all opening. Yeah, we're all opening our one gift on Christmas Eve. And then we all get the, the Shams alert that they flexed it to Christmas. You know, maybe not even in crypto. Maybe they play at Venice Beach. You know, who knows? Um, I hope this doesn't happen. I don't think this is going to happen, but now that you've put it out there, probably will. So, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Another misstep by Positive Junk Mockler. Um, I think that about wraps it up. That'll do it. That'll do it. Let's hope everyone's having a wonderful holiday season. Holiday. We got episodes for you all week. Yep. Um, we're not going to be doing one on the 27th, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, Thursday's episode, recap of that hopeful victory. Very hopeful. Versus, you know, 65% of the Sacramento Kings. Thursday, Thursday, talking about what we want to see more of, maybe less of. And of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland will. Where can these fantastic people shout from the rooftops to listen to our podcast? Uh, you can check us out on iTunes with the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. It works. It's great. Hey, I haven't pleaded for this in a while, but... If you, if you feel so inclined to leave a rating or review on the show, you could do that over on iTunes or the podcast app, regardless of where you listen. Five stars really helps us out. Hey, you want to give a little Christmas present to us? A little holiday present? Okay. How about five stars? Look. No, hey. All right. Hey, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> we mentioned up top, we do come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have you listen. We absolutely would. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. And as always... We appreciate you.